And we're live. Hello and thanks for tuning in. This is the Super Boss Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Luke Train. I'm joined by co-host Harrison No. What up? And our other co-host, Ian Eatwell. Hey. Uh, podcast is, we just talk about what's going on in the nerd world, ranging from movies, comics, anime, video games. Uh, if you're a new listener, we start out by talking about what the three of us have been up to lately, what we've been playing, uh, what we've been watching, and then we'll talk briefly about any cool news we've heard before diving into our, de- or diving into our main topic which this week's topic is going to be about are there too many video games being released nowadays or are there too many good video games being released nowadays? Um, so we'll save that for later, but let's start with our little pre-show. Uh, Harrison, what have you been playing recently? Um, I've actually, <laughs> because I'm, I'm essentially the Destiny guy right now, so I'll, they, the, there's a new season, so... They just every week they try to reset some new things. So recently they actually just dropped a new weapon. There's like more story that got dropped recently. So me and the guys have just been playing on that, just trying to get the new stuff. Uh, and then actually speaking of like, I know they're it's the end of I think by actually end of September they're gonna be removing a lot of the year one content. And but now so they're letting everyone continue to play year one like raids, but like instead of having the weekly stuff be weekly like you only get like the good stuff each week you can actually just keep rerunning it until the end of september and you'll just keep getting the new stuff they're trying to let everyone get um any of the drops that they want they've updated armor to the new like new uh system so we just just been grinding on that and and another thing you sit watching and i i wanted to talk to you guys about this and it's not gaming at all it's just really funny so i watched a kind of funny podcast and just really quick i'm just curious for you guys when you hear when you hear someone say what do you want a burger what's the first thing that comes to your mind like when you hear burger what kind of burger are you thinking of getting uh fast let me let me mcdonald's let me make it a little bit easier do you expect cheese or not on the burger yes i like to me a burger just constitutes a cheeseburger because okay. I always tend to get cheeseburgers. Yeah. All right. You, Ian? What about you? Uh, the mental image I see is just like a like a classic commercialized one. So I don't I don't know. I I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I I don't. I mean, do you expect a cheeseburger or just ham? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> like I that like, was I the don't... weirdest answer. <laughs> like. Like I guess when I don't think, like my mental picture. Burger, it doesn't have cheese on it, so I okay. guess no. Oh, so you do, okay? Yeah. So you you imagine a hamburger, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So no, they're they're like actually contending about this for like an hour, and I'm like, wait, what is? It was just the weirdest shit to hear. I was like, yeah, no, a burger to me has cheese, but they're like arguing, no, a burger is a hamburger, and you had to ask for cheese. I'm like, what? What? I, I mean, I get some places say, like, do you want cheese on that? I'm like, well, yeah, duh. But I guess some people don't, and I get it. But I was just curious. Oh, uh, so is the argument then... Like, the, the, the question does was... Does a burger have to have cheese? Not no, even. No, not the, even. The argument is oh. burger. Just the word Just the burger. word burger. Does yes. it mean hamburger, or does it mean cheeseburger? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not uh, both? I mean, you can't have both. You You can't have both. You cannot have a cheeseburger, or you can't have a hamburger that's a cheeseburger, because then it's a cheeseburger. And then when you ask for a hamburger, 
I assume that there's no cheese, but you're saying hamburger, and you have to specify, yes, I want cheese on that. But they're arguing the natural state of a burger is a hamburger. I'm like, false. (laughs) Yeah, I think most fast food places, just their plain hamburger already comes with cheese on it, and you actually have to ask not to have cheese. Am I wrong about that? There are some, I mean, there are some places that ask, but I never thought about it until like today. I mean, I think if you think of like the Big Mac, the Big Mac standard comes with cheese. So you ask, can I get a Big Mac, no cheese? Yeah. And like, yeah. So I, I was trying to think of other places, but honestly, most of the time I'm just like, I always just get a cheeseburger. So what do I know? Right. I mean, if you go to like five guys, they have the option like, oh, I want. A hamburger, or I want a double patty hamburger, or I want a cheeseburger, or a double patty cheeseburger. Like there is a difference. But but yeah yeah. But it says they hamburger. don't have they don't have like a signature burger. Right. But it says hamburger, and in a moment, it's like, oh, I want a cheeseburger. But I guess no. They have they have both. Yeah yeah. They have both options, right? All right yeah. I'm looking yeah. at their menu. They they do have like there's only one option is just oh the just hamburger, hamburger that has no cheese. Oh okay. But every other op like the McDouble comes with cheese. The there's cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, Big Mac, cheese, quarter pounder. Yeah. All the quarter pounders come with cheese, apparently. So I guess you have to ask no cheese on the quarter pounder. Yeah. I, Weird. That was just something that really bothered me today. I was like, fuck, this is a good thing to talk about just for like two minutes. Because... I... And I was just curious because yeah. I was like legitimately curious because I'm like, they were they were actually... Making good points, but at the end of the day, I'm like, if you have to spec, if they're like, if they, if someone says you want a burger, I would technically say yeah, and just assume cheese. But some people were making the argument, yeah, no. If I say hamburger, I'm like, yeah, you just said hamburger, so that's not a burger. Anyway, here's the thing: who doesn't like cheese, except for the very sad souls that are lactose intolerant? I mean, if you're dieting, and even then, those people probably like cheese; they just can't have. Yeah. I mean, it's such a stupid topic, but I I was just riled up for like an hour because I'm like, this is this should not be an issue. Cheese, <laughs> cheeseburger should have cheese. Uh, anyway, get that off my. Chest. I I'm someone who enjoys probably as much stuff as you can fit in between those two buns, baby. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, th- then that makes me. Uh... No, and, uh, and then if I don't you... want to get into this no. whole <laughs> stupid burger thing you started talking about. <laughs> so, do you have a preference, Ian, uh-huh. on these? Like, I feel like it's a new trend with these, like, kind of hipstery bars or like hipster burger places where the burger is actually too big to actually. Eat. Do you like that, or do you like when the burger is actually like oh. a real burger? And it's manageable and you can eat it. Wait, what's a real no, burger? I, 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 I'm actually good. If your burger patty is more than six inches tall, that's that's not a burger. Uh, that's, that's not a patty. That's just a brick of meat that you've chosen to cook. You know, I've always wondered. I wonder if that's just a Texas thing. Because I was watching some other people probably. Make, make different types of burgers in other areas. And it's like, they're, they're like. See, the, I don't think so. Because um, there was a video where we are so off topic. Um, Gordon Ramsay did a video of him making his preferred style of burger, and his patties were like really big. Mm. Ah, that's and, meaty. Yeah, th- they were kind of the like the Instagram photo uh, burger where 
giant patty. The toppings are way too high. This is going to be a that's what she said moment, but I do want to be able to fit it in my mouth. Okay. So. I mean, that's preferable. That that caveat. <laughs> anyway. So. Kind of funny. You should watch it. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway. Ian, what have you been playing? Yo. Um. Whew. So a I lot. finished Hellblade. I finished Hollow Knight. Oh, you finished both? Yeah. Um, that was last week. This week? Uh, I think no. I... You didn't finish huh. it last week, did you? I, I don't think since we recorded, but I no. did finish it last week. Um, I think I finished it Friday or Saturday. Oh, I, wow. I guess maybe I have been, been that long. It's been that it's been that or that that technically that's last week friday saturday is last week yeah 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 um yeah i finished both of those both those are great i didn't realize how much uh different like like they have uh dlc for hollow knight Mm -hmm. yeah um and there's also like different endings i knew there were different endings but i didn't realize like how much more gameplay is involved if you go for those. It's it's pretty cool. Um, uh, Hellblade was amazing. You should definitely go play that. Uh, Are you more excited for Silk Song and the second Hellblade now, or like I I know it seemed like especially with Hellblade you were really enjoying it. Mm. Uh, are you more excited for the second Hellblade? And I guess maybe because we haven't talked about Hollow Knight as much. I don't know if you would want to get Silk Song. I uh, I definitely am more excited for Hellblade too, and I definitely see want to see what they uh, what they do with that because uh, one of the things is there's like Hellblade extras. It has spoilers on it, so they're like you should beat the game first before you watch it. But they do like an in depth on uh, how they their whole like process and how they went about making the game and how they had these people who had experienced psychosis before um, or are currently dealing with it, how they had like input from them and they actually took them along on like the journey of, of creating the game. And, and I think that's what made it so successful. Mm-hmm. Or one of the things was that it, it's such a personal thing um, for a lot of those people. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm like, if that's how they're going into Hellblade 2, I'm I'm there already. Uh, Silk Song, I I'm definitely interested in that character a lot because she has some really interesting backstory that you get to like. Oh, does it delve into it more as you play? I I do, uh yes yeah the further you get into uh, Hollow Knight, the more you find out about her. Ah. Um, she's like the the second boss maybe that you fight right second or third i don't know i think um, second or third i remember it. yeah okay. and then she's like you t- you like talk to her throughout your journey and stuff and it's um so i i'd be really interested i also i would also be interested because of if they keep her play style the same similar to what the like npc could do that'd be super dope from the um, looks of the trailers that's what it looks like like it mm. looks a lot of the, her movements look similar so i wouldn't be surprised sick that'd be cool yeah i i'm i'm i think i'm 
if if you want to like evaluate my interest, I think I'm a little bit more interested in Hellblade Two, but but I mean I would still be there for Silk Song. Uh, I don't know when that comes out. Do you know? They've only no, they haven't put in a release date as far as I know. Oh, okay. Wait, gotcha, Hellblade Two? Gotcha. Uh, no, sorry, no, no, Silk, Silk Song. Song. Oh, Silk Song. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they only announced it last year, so yeah, right. Uh, It'll probably be maybe like 2022 or 2023, I'm assuming. Yeah. Dude, they're pretty great, though. The The team that makes Hollow Knight has, like, they've done updates to their game. They're super friendly to speedrunners. Um, like, so I'm, re- I'm ready to get Silk Song, too, just for that. Um, that's, that's about all I played. Uh, other than that, I'm excited for something that I'm going to be playing tomorrow, but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in our little, in our, uh, cool news stuff. Okay. Okay. So I'll save it for that. What about you, Luke? What is, what have you been playing? What have you I have, (laughs) the last time we talked. I don't remember how many hours I said I have in Hades. It was way less than what you have now. I have, yeah, I have 50 hours on Hades now. Oh, my God. Uh, Which, it's kind of funny, because I think I have, I think I'm on my 52nd escape attempt. So, I have basically, I have 51 um, runs in the game. And it's still really fun. Wow. Um. it's, so the runs take you about an hour then. Um, Give or take no, now. it's like so. We said you have fifty-two hours if you're on. Yeah, but run. there's a lot of like Extra when stuff. you come back to your when you come back to the yes, like house? the keep. Yeah, the I guess keep. your home. Yeah, your, it's basically your house. Right, there's like a the lot hub. of stuff. Yeah, you like you run around and do a lot of stuff there. Oh, so okay. it's like half my time because I think my slowest run was 42 minutes my fastest run was 26 so runs don't take an hour damn i didn't realize there was a hub in that game there's a hub yeah it's It's a pretty big hub and you get to customize it so that's really nice i was gonna say like i was looking at your hours i'm like oh i probably put like a good and i checked my hours i'm like oh i have four hours never mind all right yeah one of (laughs) one of my friends who bought it last year he messaged me today saying like Oh, I've had this game for way longer than you. You still have more hours yeah. than me. She's like, yeah, it's a fun game. I'm also unemployed, so got nothing better to do. Uh, but it's so but, fun, right? Like, I'm at the point now where I'm unlocking the secret weapons. Ooh. So okay. that's where a lot of my time is spent. But nice. no, it's still a great game. I'm going to still be playing because I'm, I'm, I've escaped a good amount of times, but there's still way more um side character side quest stuff i'm doing mm-hmm. so i'm working on that i haven't played yet but monster hunter iceborne has their new monster drop tomorrow yeah baby so that's what i'm gonna be playing um for a while probably like this all of this weekend will probably be spent on that um elatrion alatro however you want to pronounce it yeah, yeah. same but god hades is just so time consuming it's it's so bad because <laughs> I'll, I'll play and then the next thing i know five hours have passed like oh i should have eaten lunch already jesus <laughs> i guess i'll eat dinner now yeah 
but it's it's nice because um one thing i do like about hades that other roguelikes i really enjoy like slay the spire um Mm -hmm. hades tends to give you a little bit more control at least to me it feels like Mm -hmm. um on how to manipulate your run yeah Uh, uh because like with the keepsakes you can have they can slightly influence how you start out each run because mm-hmm. you can guarantee a specific god that shows up. Yeah. And then you get these reroll items. So each door you go to, you can reroll to a certain amount. I think oh, cool. the max you can have is three rerolls, but you can also, every time you get a key, you get one reroll back, but you can change what the next room is. So if you're really fishing for, like, oh, I need a hammer upgrade or I need to see Zeus specifically, you can keep rolling. Whereas. Other roguelikes do tend to just kind of throw you in and let you randomly go through stuff. Yeah. Mm. I think it's nice because it feels like the more you play, you do get rewarded because of like how many runs you do. Because, like you said, you get like, what was it called? Like, not artifacts. um, The keepsakes. Keepsakes. Yeah. I think those help because we were talking about last time, but my keepsake was mostly for Dionysus. Yeah. Just because I like that playstyle, but I'm sure if I get some other ones, I'll probably change that. Because I'm obviously I haven't played as much as you, so probably should fix that. Yeah, and just it is a really nice sense of progression because um, using the mirror, like the mirror, is a mechanic of how you basically permanently increase your power right. between runs. And I I realized maybe like last Friday, um that you could switch which part of the mirror you're using because I couldn't figure out, like, how are you supposed to get to the other side? And I found out it's really stupid. Um, And it does actually change a lot of your play style depending on if you're using, like, the standard mirror set, I guess, or its alternate version. Because I think with the... Maybe it's like 12 to 15 power-ups or perks you get, each one has an opposite. It does change a lot, and I'm having a lot of a lot of fun actually, like changing a lot of things about how I'm starting my runs. Because there's some things where, like, oh, you reduce a bunch of your health, but if you reduce a bunch of your health, then it's easier to maintain certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm in my theory crafting build mode, so Hades has been really fun with that. That's actually really dope to hear, because I need to play that more. <laughs> Still one. I mean, it's I think it's on it's sale. still on sale until tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yep, not that bad. That's for for that game. I think that's a solid price. It's. So, I think it's complete. It's complete. Super Giant is also like all of their games, even oh, Pyre. Yeah. Like, I didn't play a lot of Pyre, but I still like can respect it for what they're trying to do. But. All of Super Giants games have been phenomenal for me. So mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. Solid games. Uh you mentioned something about how you wanted to wait for the next section, Ian. Um, for like cool news. What mm-hmm. was that thing you wanted to talk about? Oh, it was I mean you already said it. It was the Monster Hunter. Oh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Spoiled. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah, like I'm that's coming out. And I missed all the jewel drops that they were doing, but I don't really care. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm excited. I mean, really, you can still now. get the attack gem. Oh, you um, can still get it? I think the attack gem is tonight after 7 p.m. Oh, interesting. Okay. But 
It's it's funny because I remember we talked. Uh, one of our other friends is a huge fan of Monster Hunter. We talked like, yeah, I'll probably be playing soon. And then I've only been playing Hades. He's only been playing Destiny. <laughs> we were like joking today, like, you ready for tomorrow? He's like, I've been waiting all week I've for been tomorrow. Waiting I've been Man, I, dude, I'm so excited for the, I, so what, throughout, throughout Monster Hunter, the, in the game, there's like different systems for like damage and stuff. And I have always loved the like element, like stacking things that you can do. They have like poison, they have like water damage, fire damage and stuff like that. And I have always wanted to get something to get that to work like well and i've done like build i've made builds that like work around those things and it's really fun but to actually have like a monster that kind of like, like makes explicitly you explicitly rewards things. you yeah yeah and rewards you yeah for using those things specifically is super cool and the armor that you get from that uh elytra on the monster makes uh oh, i forgot what it does it's the like your resistance resistance damage to yeah. those elements yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah oh it's so cool i love it it's great i'm really uh, just because i really love um because alatrion was originally in monster hunter 3 and he mm-hmm. was really cool i'm super excited my girlfriend is also like tertiarily because she doesn't play monster hunter <laughs> but the, the long sword is a giant scythe and so Ooh. Like, oh, i didn't co- know that yeah collecting all the new weapons because elatron usually has it sucks because of the armor i'm not a huge fan of aesthetically agreed but they've shown a few of the weapons and they look amazing mm. and so i need to look at those weapons i haven't seen them. yeah because like with with the last update they had Ra- raging bracadios who i wasn't a huge fan of the weapons or the armor that much but at least with the Latreon, I really like the weapons. Dude, I yeah, I would have loved the ar- the armor for Brachidios if they didn't have this giant spike in the chest. The giant, yeah, just giant. <laughs> that's, like, that's the only thing I'm just like. Just a crab ah! claw on your chest. Yeah. But yeah, uh, oh yeah, these are sick. Oh, these are cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah. you, here's the thing though I some some of them I can't even tell the difference between like oh, what okay, the weapon this is, is. The here we go yeah that's pretty cool oh do they have like forms yeah, yeah. unless this isn't a real thing <laughs> they like open up and show like purple goo inside purple energies I think it's it's like with most weapons in Monster Hunter, where if you're doing specific moves or you're doing a specific action, they will they will probably change in some way. Yeah, oh, that's sick. Or like with longsword, probably like as you pick up more charges, the blade starts opening up. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I I don't have a weapon like that yet. I'm in. Yeah, he comes out tomorrow. I think the Monster Hunter people are all pretty excited. Oh. Yeah. Harrison, what about you? What do you hear any any good news? So, I know Xbox announced like their event. Oh, did we mention that? I don't think we mentioned that last week, did we? No. We uh, mentioned no, we were no, just no, kind of waiting for it, it. No, but yeah, okay, but... yeah. This past Monday, 
they announced that they're going to have like their actual, like, I guess their showcase. I think it was on July 23rd, it looks like. Yeah. So, and it should be including Halo Infinite. So that's freaking hype. So I know I'm just going to wait for that just to see. Uh, sorry. Really sorry. Hold on. You should be fucking sorry. <laughs> the, yes. the freaking musical instrument for Oleon oh, is a goddamn shredded guitar. What the fuck? Yeah, it's just like Zenogre. All right. I didn't know about that. I'm sorry, Harrison. Go ahead. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. I don't feel like talking now because I know that you're not listening to me. I don't feel appreciated. All right. It's fine. I'll talk for you. So in Xbox, they were doing, I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, go, go, go. I, I haven't heard. What's, what's going on, Ian? Uh, they're closing shop. Uh-huh. They are not releasing Halo uh, 2. It all shut Halo down. Halo Infinite is canceled. It's canceled. Yeah. Good, goodbye. <sighs> all right, that's not uh, true. Ian does not speak for Superboss Podcast. It is Ian Eatwell's words now. <laughs> in uh, Superboss Podcast. Does, Does not, not reflect condone. the values or condone the... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. But there's that. And then um, just... I know this weekend, Ubisoft's doing their event. And it's funny because so many things are like coming out of... Like just leaking right now. I think um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla had like two leaks recently. And I mean, I watched it. I'm like, all right, this is what I expected. Nothing crazy. Not like... Mm. It's... I think it's Nothing just like, like blew you away. I I think it's just me and where it's like it's cool to see um was it like Norse related and it's like it's in it's cool to see the setting and I think if anything I watched it and I was like wow this looks way more like Witcher than what I expected. But I mean yeah. to me I'm cool with it. I'm like all right, more stuff like that it's fine with me. I like Witcher. So can't really complain too much. Cool. And then I think they dropped something about watchdogs like the new i forgot what it's called there's legion legion yeah there's a leak about it too which i mean oh. i was kind of waiting on that because it was such an interesting like concept when it first dropped you guys did you guys listen watch that last time you guys remember anything about legion i know their whole shtick about legion is there is no main character yeah and you're basically playing a legion of anonymous characters that mm-hmm. and it's oh, like oh wait yeah forward. didn't i see like like somebody was an old lady or something. Yeah, one yeah. point shit out of somebody. Was, yeah. yeah, I think in their debut. Yeah, that yeah. was like in that main big trailer. So I mean, I, that's pretty hype for new things. I think most likely we'll probably talk about it next week because there's going to be more stuff. We'll see on how much they reveal. Because if it's like EA, well, then there's not too much. But that's I know that's the two things I'm looking forward to. Two cool things. So nice. Yeah. What about you? It's- funny it's the complete opposite for me with valhalla the more i watched valhalla the more it it just seems to me it just looks like a different setting but a little more polished assassin's creed odyssey with like you said like a little bit of maybe some witcher 3 style gameplay thrown in mm-hmm. and both of those games i just couldn't get into yeah so, so i the, yeah it's funny because i was talking to ian about this i'm like before Luke was interested. I'm like, I watched those great, uh, the gameplay stuff. I'm like, yeah, he's not gonna be interested like at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, but he already today... doesn't like Witcher, so there's no. And I was like, I was already surprised you were trying to get into Odyssey. Where I'm like, if you didn't like Witcher or that style, you probably won't like these games. And knowing Ubisoft, they make incremental changes, so 
Yeah. I'm not like what I saw. I was like, it's expected. I'm not super surprised, but I mean, I like, I like that. Like, I'm probably still going to hold out until we get some official and probably more recent gameplay yeah. um, trailers, but because hmm. obviously these were leaks, but yeah. just in terms of gameplay, I just, it doesn't really seem that interesting to me. And maybe part of the reason I just can't get into Odyssey is I hate just running around. It's it's like a compulsion because I'm a completionist to like do all these things and like on the way you just see like yeah, a map you're like, like oh there's there's a checkpoint they gotta go check the checkpoint and then like I realize two hours later I'm three islands away from where I'm supposed to be because I just got sidetracked. Uh, but I think they've also said Valhalla is supposed to be even bigger than Odyssey. So yeah, from what I th- remember, that's another just yeah, I like, hate map wise. Yeah, like so. just in terms of like game scale, it's supposed Dang. to be bigger than Odyssey, which I think is really impressive. But I hate this kind of, I guess, trend in AAA gaming where open world games just compete to see who gets the biggest game, and it drives me insane. I mean, I guess the other thing is more like technology is just getting better about it. So it's like, oh, we want it, in their eyes, it's like, oh, we're trying to add more content, or yeah, and oh, I, I don't necessarily mind. Like I th- obviously like with better technology we get bigger and better games, but Ubisoft specifically, yeah, like their model, their their design tends to not be very interesting after a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think it's that's why it's like I'm at the point where I'm like I play Odyssey. I'm like, oh, this is fun, like for a few hours, but also I'm in school right now, so it doesn't really. Like school and work time kind of take time away, so I'm yeah I'm not right. I would like I think once I like I'm done in a month, so once that happens, <laughs> my girlfriend is like, I I'm like all right, because funny story, I'm actually gonna get a the new a new CPU, and with that right now they're giving oh, no. Valhalla for free, so I'm like oh, all right sick. cool, I'll just have it, and she's like that means you have to finish Odyssey now, right? I'm like yes, that's that's a thing. I should do that. Doesn't mean that. Uh, I do. They're no, not so, so the thing is, do, what, I, do whatever you want. The thing yeah. is, I no, I talk about how I like playing it, so I should and I want to. So it's not that's the main uh, thing. I do want to. Yeah, sure. So it's like, uh, yeah, that's sh- that should be a thing because she's she's made a point. She's like, you play a lot of Destiny. I'm like, yeah, but it's only because all the guys are playing, so I'm like, I might as well play. And it's just a fun game to play with each other, so why not? But really? so most likely I'll have that if I end up getting the CPU. So. But yeah, so those two showcases are cool. But I, I, I thought it was funny because I was like, <laughs> I watched it. And I'm like, I don't think Luke's going to like it. I think that was like the main thing. Going cool back to that. question mark. I mean, they're leaks, so you can't. I take it with right. a salt. So right, right, right. Yeah, like they definitely seem like they're still the 30 nowhere minute, close to being finished. The 30 minute mm-hmm. one did look like, look bad. Yeah, I mean, I think they there were somewhere even in the clip where like work in progress. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. I'm not gonna bash a studio for like the thing we're working on in the middle of our development cycle got leaked. What are people gonna think? Yeah, but it just it seems very reminiscent of games I'm not a fan of. Yeah, huh. yeah. So makes sense. Huh. Ian, we're boring you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you should uh, be. Come on, I guess step it up. Bring the content a- outside of video games. It's, it's like official marketing, but they are having, um, like the boys I, marketing is. I was getting, about to bring that up. I forgot. It's starting to amp up. Yeah, which I'm I'm pretty excited for. I I really enjoyed 
the boys. Did you guys see the new trailer today? That's, yeah, that's good. Yes, I did. Yep. So uh, good. No, I have not watched the trailer. Oh, you lied. <laughs> I never said I did. Oh, I thought you did. I heard two I dids. No, I did. I think that was me just repeating myself. Oh, that got <laughs> that got me. <laughs> we we are becoming one. Become. We're just the gestalt. But it's but, pretty dope. I was like, this is. Yes, yeah, September is gonna be a crazy year for our crazy. crazy. It's it's probably gonna it, it feels like a year. It feels September's like gonna it. be a crazy month for a lot of different reasons. Oh, I feel like yeah, right. Because oh my god, didn't the boys end on the he biggest, like brought like him good... back? Yeah, it was the giant cliffhanger. Shh, Holy okay, shit. I was like, wait, hold up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but Jesus, you, yeah, you should. You, you should catch you, up it sounded like you were about to. It. I was like, wait. Yeah. But catch up, catch up on that if you haven't. The boys yeah. is a good show. If you haven't watched it, have a good watch. I, I think it's only on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, it's an Amazon original. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. So good. Ugh. I'm trying to think if there's any other trailers. But I think and I think our other friend he was talking about Umbrella Academy and I need to get on that too. Yeah. Season two trailer came yeah. out. I think uh, today. Yeah. yeah. I've been think, interested in that. It's on Netflix. Which, yeah, yeah, it's that's a Netflix original. Yeah. But other than that. Can't think of any other shows. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, but I can only pay attention to so many things, and I think that's fair <laughs> for everybody. But yeah. yeah, we all just we all really liked the boys. That's such a good one. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I don't know. Hamilton's on Disney now, so that's that. true. Yeah, I did not know that. For I kept seeing people talk about it. I'm like, why? I mean, yeah, I I remember. It, I keep hearing why, good things. Why is this such a thing what, again? <laughs> what what what's what's happening? And it you know it's like, dude, it's on Disney Plus. Oh it makes way more sense. Dude, I I was one of so I'm one of those people with if I hear about something from like literally everyone in the grandma, I'll be like, Alright, I don't I'm not I'm I'm just gonna step away and I'm gonna watch this when I feel like watching this. No, I, I uh, can understand that. Feeling. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and so that happened to me with Hamilton. I watched it uh, over the weekend, um, and it is it is very good. I mean, I think like that's the thing where I I don't want to sound too hipster, too negative, but like Hamilton is a really good musical, and I think it's a really good musical partly because it is a very kind of grounded, very I guess relatable uh, i mean it's like it's american history basically just obviously it's romanticized in some ways sure whereas a lot of other high quality musicals tend to get i guess they're they're just kind of funkier where they probably don't appeal as much to mainstream um audiences as much mm. yeah but i think that's like the fun of it like i remember yeah like, I, I, like i don't want to bash it. hamilton because it is really good but yeah it was it's, one of those I'm, things I'm, where... I made this joke to Ian. I think it was Ian. Uh-huh. But it's basically Hamilton was the sword art online of musicals, where it's a lot of people's gateway into actually getting into musicals. Oh, uh, mm. okay, okay. I get you. And I was like, like, yeah, sword art wasn't that good, but it leads a lot of people to find better anime. Same with Hamilton. Inversely, is a really good musical, but I think hopefully lets people discover more of the... Mm. I guess core musicals, not not core, but like just more musicals that aren't as mainstream appeal-y. I don't I don't know how to phrase that in a yeah. way. 
I don't know how to phrase that in a way that makes it sound elitist, but <laughs> no, I get I get what you're um, saying. Uh, yeah, it, it it was definitely one of those things where the even even having that mentality going into it, where it's like, all right, I've heard so much about this thing, like, like even going into that, that it, like it didn't. It it didn't ruin it for me at all. Like it, it was, it's still just very good, and I can get all like play critique on you, but it's it's very good, very well like done, very well thought out. And there's like a lot of stuff coming up out now about like like he's done. I don't know if these are old, but I've seen like interviews where he talks about like how long it took him to write this song and what he was thinking about when he was doing it and stuff like that. So. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, no, I I need to still watch it. Actually, I have I I've I've heard all about it, and I just haven't had time. And I think, well, I, of course, for the longest time, didn't have access, and didn't really go out of because I I know a lot of people put on track. They're like, oh, just listen to the tracks at least. I'm like, but I kind of want to watch it too, so at least get yeah. the whole, you know, get the whole experience. I think that's oh, important. Yeah, you should definitely. Yeah. Just- yeah, I was don't. talking to Sarah about it. And I was like, "It's on Disney Plus. Might watch it later." So yeah, don't don't rob yourself of that. The visual is <laughs> very good. Yeah, dude, the play the 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 scenic design. Yeah, oh, just everything is so cohesive. It's very very good job in that aspect. Hell yeah, definitely need to watch. Sorry, it. I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> hold off on it. Uh, <laughs> Hold off on what? Wait, what? Oh, just, just like, like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, it's if it's that good, why not, right? But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you are the most qualified, I think, to talk about I... a theatrical piece. So, like the <laughs> the spots on, the spotlights on you, ha ha ha. But yeah, like go ahead, like. Just, just, Break it down. All right. Well. Well. All right. So something. I, one thing is the the scenic design. It's all like you got. You know, it's all like wood. It's made very like. Oh, this is like old timey, like seventeen hundreds kind of thing. Um, but the the main, the, the coolest part, and and I might be wrong about this. It might only be a one piece thing but it looked like it was two where so in the center stage you have it's basically all wood flooring you have um a wooden and and then cut out is like a ring and then a circle on the inside but it all looks like it's a plain floor right right and so throughout the movements the but so it all looks like it's one cohesive floor but the ring and then the circle inside the ring move independently so they can like rotate like a like a conveyor belt basically um or like a lazy susan um and so when they they just use it so well they use it for like um changing like your your view on like what's happening like they'll freeze frame they'll do like a tableau freeze frame of like a scene and you'll get to like while other things are happening, you'll get to see like different uh perspectives on it um they use it for like i think they use it for like a rewind time kind of thing mm-hmm. 
which happens, which is pretty crazy. Um, it it it's very cool. Um, and, and they use it like if they want to if they want like a lot of stuff to happen on stage, but they want to keep like them like the the they want to keep it like these people are walking in a direction they'll have them like walking on the conveyor belt but they'll be staying in place while all these other things are happening around them so it makes Ooh. it a lot of yeah it's very cool it's it's, it's a really cool piece that's like low-key that i haven't like seen a whole lot of use of um oh man let's see uh in his interview he just talks about uh or i don't know it wasn't really an interview it was just a video i saw on facebook but he just talks about like when writing his songs he he draws a lot from a lot of the like great rappers um throughout um he talks about like jay-z and them talks about uh biggie it's like he he kind of like takes a uh it's the one song where he's like N O T O the like notorious oh you did yeah song I know what uh, you're talking about yeah he takes that and kind of puts like a a shout out to that part of the song in one of his songs um uh, oh man and the like the casting was like perfect like whole oh my god the casting for this is great uh some people that stand out are the king. He's just hilarious. Me, uh, me and my girlfriend were dying watching this guy. <laughs> um, and then uh, I don't actually know how to say his name. I think it's just David Diggs, but it might be like Davy Diggs. Hey, who? Hmm? Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Uh, no, oh, no, no, I don't. He's done a lot of like voice work on stuff. Um, he's like Bob's Burgers. Oh, you mentioned um, this. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, and I still yeah. Don't... He's done movies too. Um, I oh. can't see a pronunciation. Whatever. He was in it. He he was he played uh, Thomas Jefferson and uh, Lafayette, and he was hilarious in both the roles. He's supposed to be like, well, Lafayette's a Frenchman, and then uh, Thomas Jefferson came from France, so he's supposed to have that like, I'm a French kind of foppish. He's kind of that character, the fop. Um. And uh, yeah, both of them are like great. Sidebar, yeah, his name is. They they say the name is a Hebrew pronunciation of David, so that makes sense. Ah, okay, cool. So they spell it with two e's. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, but so it is pronounced. The I, I, I dude, I can't find a pronunciation. <laughs> same. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um. Oh man, there's so much to talk about. It's 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 really just good. Oh, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention was um so the whole play is kind of like Alexander Hamilton and um it's mostly about him but then also like the whole the 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 culmination the ending of his life happens with the duel with Aaron Burr. Right. And so the way that they tell the story is um Aaron Burr is his foil and that relationship there is so well done I think it it it's just such a cool 
oh, man. It, they they have so many different like two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Right. Where it's like I'm trying also not to like spoil a lot. Yeah, I, I, can, like, I can tell. I can he's, tell. It'll <laughs> be like Alexander any, Hamilton's like, anything, oh I'm oh go ahead. I was gonna say if anything, I could probably watch it like probably in a couple of weeks and you could we can gush about it. Yeah, sure. Uh um, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. The, no, it's it's like that whole the 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 writing for them and how they each pan out was super cool. I also something that I I started like singing the song after I finished. Uh, one one of the things is like, uh no, I can't say that because then that is kind of a spoiler. All okay. right, never mind. I won't say it. it. Never mind. Oh man, it's something. I'll I'll come back and I'll tell you, or I'll just tell you off off air. Uh, yeah, I'll t- I'll. I'll after you watch it, I'll, I'll say like I I I I caught this. Uh, yeah, I good musical. This. Go watch it. Go watch it if you haven't. Like me. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. No, I was like, did Luke watch it? Hamilton. Yeah. You... No. Oh. I've actually never seen it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's it? So both. I I I I do think Luke is right it it is like well it's also like i also want to say um like a lot of the really good musicals that i can think of Mm -hmm. aren't really in this generation i think yeah um hamilton i think is kind of a breakthrough partly because it can't at least to me i'm not super familiar with the musical world Mm. but i feel like it just kind of came out in a time where musicals weren't really being released or they weren't being very successful because obviously like you go back um to yeah you've got you've got les miserables uh-huh you have west side story hairspray hairspray uh, um uh, rent yep or even like i mean it's kind of a joke because the movie but like cats was huge mm-hmm. but all of those are older yeah um you don't really hear and i know they had like some musicals come out i mean you have like high school musical um, right, but nothing has been but, like pervasive into mainstream as yeah. much as Hamilton. Uh, co- compared to like at least, things at least that have recently. released recently, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I, I, I think it's definitely one of those just, just because it's like, oh, it's an, it's an American musical, so you know, it's like American history. Everybody at least was taught that in school so they at least have some already like base knowledge to go off of you would hope sure sure (laughs) um and 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 it's it's like as like let's take cats it's like oh these like cat people that they're just cats. It, they're cats, and so some people I can I can see I can understand some people being like, "That's a little weird. I don't want to go watch cat people." And so like this is like, "Oh, it, it's it's history it's, and it's people just, and it's just people." I'm familiar doing with this. People things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a little break. Um, when we come back, we'll be going back to our main topic, which will be talking about are there too many good games being released nowadays? So go and get up, get some water, stretch up, 
We'll be back in just a few minutes. Yeah, go Thanks. get that burger. All right. I hope everybody had a good break. Uh, this is portion of the show where we go into our main topic, which to reiterate, we're going to be talking about are there too many good games being released nowadays? Uh, I'm just going to start off by saying I kind of think so. <laughs> just getting that out of the way. Not that I think there are too many. It, it kind of is I think there are too many good games. Mm. But I think it's the nature of the game industry where a lot of games are going for, like we mentioned earlier, kind of open world games or games as a service Mm -hmm. where they kind of are trapping players into like, keep playing my game, keep playing. And then either you get rewarded or you get punished for not playing the game every day. Mm. The whole Um, like games as a service kind of thing like this. Yeah. Like games as a service specifically is very much like you need to be playing this every day. Right. Yeah. Um, and with open world games, they're just so big that it takes so much time to finish. I mean, I, I haven't talked to a lot of our other friends who played open world games. Um, they generally, I don't think, are as hardcore of gamers as us. But using like Red Dead 2 Redemption for an example, mm. I feel like just on average that game takes a lot longer to finish than like previous generations of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Uh, I would agree with that. I mean, it, it's not unheard of for some games. Like, I mean, I think they said Last of Us 2 was, what, 25 hours? I think. And th- that's only, like, you're just going through the story probably on the easiest difficulty or on an easy difficulty. Mm. Um, whereas, I mean, a lot of games tend to, you see, you know, 30, 40, even 50. And obviously it's like internet trolls a lot of the time, but when uh, studios announce, oh, this is going to be like a 10 to 15 hour game, people get kind of upset. Like, oh, I want to play this game for a lot longer than that. Or like, you know, 30 hours is the new standard for video games. And so with open world games, you just see people playing this one game for so long that they miss a lot of other games. Mm. Yeah, It's kind of where I'm coming from. I just want to hear what you guys have to think. I like I I definitely find myself having a hard time catching up or, or it feels like I haven't played everything I guess which is a statement but uh it it feels like I have to choose what I play and I'm like I'm playing uh, what is it? I'm playing Final Fantasy 15, like, years after it was released, right? Uh, I played Hollow Knight way after it was released, so I am having trouble, like, keeping up with current things to an extent. So I do think a copious amount of good, actual good games are, are being released. Um, I I don't know that I... And it is kind of like, oh man, I guess like, oh man, I haven't played that thing or, or, or like there's so much to do and I only have a certain amount of time. But I guess it also leads to people having their own like unique experiences, you know, like people start to have this like 
you know, like back when we were kids, right? It, it was like everybody played Legend of Zelda, right? And so you're like, oh yeah, Legend of Zelda, or, or not everybody, but like if you were a kid and you knew someone who was a gamer, if, if you knew which console they had, you knew what games they played, right? Kind yeah. of. Yeah, that that's a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, but nowadays it's kind of like. There's like Destiny players, there's World of Warcraft players, there's like all these MMOs have their own like communities, and then you have like the indie scene where a lot of people who are in the indie scene are pro- have probably played like a lot of the really popular indie games, and then you have people who are like more AAA gamers who probably have dipped into one that's gotten like super popular or something, right? I, I guess, it, I don't know. It, I, it kind of it, for me it sucks it's like oh man i don't get to play all these amazing things but at the same time it's like everybody has their own experience so i'm not like yes i'm missing out but i'm also not in a way if that makes sense uh i want to yeah i, I want to touch up on that real quick then i'll let harrison go because i know i'm kind of stepping over toes but oh okay. you Ian would, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I'll kiss your feet later. Okay. Sorry. Um, going back on that experience thing, I know, like, yeah, you do get your own unique experience, mm-hmm. but I feel like part of these, especially with these AAA games, is being able to talk with everybody who else, like everybody else who's playing it, and I feel like with all these games coming out, you you kind of lose that. Like for um like for the just going off like the biggest titles I can think of for the rest of the year, we've got Ghost of Tsushima, um, we have Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, we have Halo Infinite, I'm assuming. And I know we'll have Spider Man Miles Morales, I think. And just with those four games, like I don't think it's like between the three of us. Are we all going to get all four? Probably not. Um, like, there's some games I know Harrison will get that I won't get. Mm-hmm. There's some games I know Ian just won't be able to play. And part of that, I think, is, like, it sucks. Because that shared experience of playing a game and, like, oh, when I did this, this happened. Like, especially with Cyberpunk, where it's supposed to be this, like, really big, really in-depth RPG. Mm-hmm. Like, if not everybody plays it, then when you have this super cool, super janky build, and no one understands what you're talking about. It's just like, I mean, maybe you don't care, but for a lot of people, I think it's fun to talk with our friends. Like, oh, when I was playing this, this happened. That's a fair point. Yeah, you lose out on that like shared experience of yeah. both having played the game. Or, or I remember Harrison mentioning this a while back on some other episode or something where he was like, uh, "I love going to school and being like, oh, you you did this thing this way, I did it this way," and and. You get that with those kind of uh, different kind of build type games. Because, um, like, e- even within the three of us, like, Harrison's the only one who still plays Destiny. And so, mm-hmm. like, we'll, we'll, we'll probably still understand a lot of what Harrison talks about when it's, but when it's the new season and stuff, mm-hmm. we're just going to be drooling on ourselves because <laughs> we don't know about the new season. Sure. And I think that's a detriment to all these, like, yeah, they're all great games, but it's not feasible for everybody to be able to play every single one. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Harrison? Um, so 
I, I, there's a lot of things I wanted to touch on earlier, so that's why I didn't want to lose my thought. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's why I tried to jump in fast. Uh, so, I mean, I think what it is is like, so going back to Ian's points, I want to touch each one because it makes it, it's, it kind of adds up. So back then, I think what it is is games weren't, like when games were made, there were like always, games were kind of like in the back end. They weren't treated like real like good entertainment it was always like that quick thing like oh it was like an arcade game or like or it's like oh now it's a home console so like the gems that were thought of like good games back then were like the the amount was a lot smaller compared to now right yeah so you can name like a good amount like let's say like on n64 you can probably name like the top three games like you could say like n6 like mario 64 everyone will know that uh ocarina of time everyone know that or even going back to like nes and like all that you know like each mario's good you can name all of these because i don't think there were that many people that made good games there were probably a lot of games that were made but it was like those things that were like the equivalent of like really small indie time like indie games not in even we'll probably touch this later but like it felt like like, there are other games back then that were probably not as high quality so no one really looked at it like you probably went to like a Best Buy or a game store, you look, you've seen those games, but it was, because no one really talked about it, you probably just brushed it off. Because there's, as a kid, you don't have enough money, you probably get the thing that everyone thought was good. Right. So I think now, yes, there are way too many games. And I think that's just because the industry is a way, it's just way bigger now. And it's kind of a double edged sword where it's great because now we actually have a lot of games to choose from. But I think that's also the flips of there's too many things to choose. Like now you have now you have to choose, right? Mm. It's like oh, there's yeah. like three games. Like for instance, um, Ghost of Tsushima and I think Mario, the Paper Mario game is gonna drop. I think maj- I think that's the same day, or even like let's say Doom and Animal Crossing drops. <laughs> that's the easier one I remember, and everyone was like, oh, it's it's like oh no, two games are gonna drop. Which one am I gonna choose? I mean. I, at the end of the day, you say that, but I think it it's just nice to know, like, how each per like, people can now have the choice of, like, oh, there's actually a game that I'd be interested to play. Like, back then, it was, oh, hardcore gamers, only, like, certain games. But now, there's so many different types of games. So, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a bad thing for us, specifically, because we like to play a little, good amount. But I think for, like, the general, like, populace, it's probably not terrible. They probably hear, like, oh, this is a good, like, for the average person, they'll be like, oh, Cyberpunk is, I hear that's a popular game. Let me look into it. Or like, everyone knows about Call of Duty because that's just the big first person shooter that everyone kind of just gravitates towards. Like, right. Or like, Battle Royale's, sure, there's like a new Ubisoft one, but I mean, there's still going to be everyone that plays Fortnite. Like, we still have a friend in our group that plays, plays Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. And it fucking amazes me. I mean, that's good <laughs> on him. If he likes it, that's cool. I'll give yeah. it, but I think I think that's just I guess that's cool too because technically, if you if there was a game that like for instance like you guys play League, I don't feel like playing League. I have other shit I can play, right? Yeah. So I think it's a good thing in that everyone can still play certain games, but I think for us specifically, and I mean the hardcore people too that follow all these games, there's way too much. Yeah. And too it's much like, to like they're, and they're all good, them. and they're all good. That's the other thing. It's just they're good. Yeah. See, it's kind of like the thing where these companies are, they're still like turning a profit. Even though all these games are being made, there's still like 
banking on them, right? To to mm-hmm. an extent. And I mean, like, yeah, like some don't perform as well as others. But there is apparently a large enough audience to support all of them. Mm-hmm. All, all these games that are being made. Um, so as long as the market's there, the as long as the demand's there, they're going to keep shelling out stuff for people. Yeah. And there's another point, but I, I can't remember right now, but it probably wasn't that big a deal. But, uh, but what about you, Luke? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, I think there are too many games. And, mm-hmm. like, going off of what you said, Harrison, I think it is good just overall that we are seeing, like, a huge amount of new games being released, and they all tend to be a really high-quality um, product. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to gather all my thoughts. No worries. I, I think... As, like. I'm I'm gonna agree with you. Like for people who like gaming is their primary hobby, I think it's hitting a point though where there are just too many games. And um, we we kind of all kind of dance around the subject, but even within um, like even within certain groups of people, now it's like not just oh I only play certain kinds of games, certain kinds of games. It's I only play indie games. Or I only play AAA games, and I think there's like more division in just like the gaming population as a whole, and I think that's fine. But I think it's just you're getting to a point where things are drowning out each other, and like we have trouble keeping up with a lot of games, yeah. Because between like I even just mentioned, Cyberpunk, Ghosts, Spider Man, Halo. Um, I mean, you'll have Horizon at some point. They didn't announce an official date, but Horizon and all those games PlayStation announced for their PS5 reveal. There's just as many indie games that are coming out that I don't think people are giving like a fair amount of attention to just because it's kind of... Obviously, AAA games get all the hype, but like one of the games I'm looking forward to, it's because my girlfriend's looking forward to, is Haven which is an indie game. Mm. And I would never would have heard of it unless like she would have mentioned it to me because mm. indie games don't get a lot of marketing. It's mainly word of mouth. Or if you go to PAX or SGDQ or they do have like an indie event for PlayStation and Xbox, right. you don't get to see a lot of the AA games. And it sucks um, because they make good games, but they don't get to see the same amount of profit um, and so, like, besides some very standout indie companies or double-A industries, double-A double companies, they never kind of break out. Like, using um, Greedfall as an example, I think the studio is Spiders. Um, they, they're the ones who did Greedfall. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was a double-A game. It was pretty buggy. And the graphics weren't good by comparison to triple-A. But... I think overall, Greedfall was like it, it was a good game. Like, mm-hmm. I'd probably give it maybe like a seven, seven point five. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just announced their new game. I think it was Steel Revolution. I can't remember. Like just yesterday. Oh. And like I'm looking forward to it. And my girlfriend's looking forward to it, but because it doesn't have the same hype 
as a triple A game, I feel like it's just going to be kind of slid under the radar. Mm, yeah, and I, I, but I think and, like I was going to say sorry, they did have a good amount of marketing though. I remember like in the they months did. prior they did. Yeah. And I think I think that's what the issue is too. Is like now we actually understand what we're expecting out of a game, and now people are more, more people are playing more games, and now they know what they like. So now you can like look at like a trailer or see gameplay re- or previews, and you can be like, oh, that's kind of the game for me, or it's not. And I think that's just the issue. And I think that's I think na- I think the issue is just now the industry is just more built up to where i think it's uh, it's nice it's awesome that we see all like if anything just going back to one other thing is we hear more about these games too because i think the internet is just we're just in that age where we hear about everything now versus i think before we had like only e3 g like the and then I, what that what was that tv uh channel g4 g4 yeah yeah, yeah. like G4. way back like, when yeah like all that stuff like that's the only way you could find out or you just have to go to like gamestop or blockbuster even and just be like oh what am i gonna rent today so I think that's just, I think now, if anything, my two cents on the indie thing is like, it sucks that they don't get enough, but at least I think the plus side is we're start, it's moving more towards, you see more indie games. Like for instance, even the PlayStation Showcase, it had some, I think they had some that just looked like it was an indie game. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's actually in the showcase now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just going to take, I think it's just going to take time personally for it, for I don't want to just segment indies either because I want it to be like, oh, it's an indie game, but it's going it, to eventually it could just become like just a game. Right. But anyway, that's just I, I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I, I kind of agree uh, in a sense, because let's say uh, maybe like five years ago, um, you don't you. you or, or, all right. All right. Let me restructure this. Uh, now you have Xbox and and uh, Xbox, PlayStation and Switch all support uh, and have their own like indie section yeah. in their like marketplaces. So I think now that indie games have, I think more indie games have been made, and now enough have gotten enough attention where the big companies are like. Oh hey, this is actually a place where we can, you know, make money and stuff. And so they're like, "Oh, we'll we'll like work with these uh smaller independent uh creators and stuff." Yeah. Um, and it so it adds it it, it, it I I think the opposite of of I do they get enough attention and enough um I I I I I think they deserve a lot more. But they, I think, now have more um, acknowledgement, I guess. Mm-hmm. They have more, they're seen more than they were, like, five, seven years ago. Yeah. And I mean, and also the other thing is, like, the tools are available, and I think... Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, they deserve more attention. I think the other thing is, it's just hard to filter through. I think that's the other thing, is what is considered good. At, the, at that point right because everyone's like expecting like for instance like was hall was hall Knight considered indie yeah it is so it's like for that like there's always like those like big names that all, all of a sudden become big break like big breaks right and you're mm-hmm. like oh that's my expectation of what an indie is which it should not be for some people like but that's mm-hmm. 
because they keep hearing about those certain games, they just have that mentality. So I think the difference is like, what helps for me at least is that you guys actually pay attention to more that that space more. Cause I just kind of look at triple a because I try not to buy too much because mm. I know my weakness is having a backlog and I've seen some of the, some other the indie games. I'm like, Oh, this looks so cool. But I mean, they are smaller experiences. There's most of the time they're shorter. So that's not really a good excuse either. But yeah, I think a lot of, I think one aspect of it is indie games for the majority are done by one or, or just small, smaller teams. Uh, so there's there's not a budget <laughs> if if yeah that's the other there's not a budget at all for a lot of them funding and, is bad yeah yeah so in terms of like the marketing and all that stuff the the only thing they have is like a GoFundMe or, or spread word of mouth through through the like internet Kickstarter and stuff or like, like that. yeah yeah any of those crowdsourcing like programs just, yeah, and so a lot of people probably are like they they would only see um like a big triple a game because the marketing that is all like pushed in their face and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah and i'm sure and i'm sure for a lot of indie developers they try to push because now now i think now the big thing is now that playstation xbox and nintendo for instance have like their indie indie showcases a lot of people mm-hmm. try to push for that and i know like kind of funny just because i listen to them they try to do their own showcase as well try to pull in a lot of smaller developers and just showcase because they there's they they understand that there's not that much exposure or they don't indie developers don't get the get as much options for exposure mm-hmm. so i think now there's just more awareness about it and i think that's a plus and i think it's just going to take some time for it to get to where they want or this is like that middle area where game, it sucks because what if this is just that middle area where like new game developers just have to like figure out the market and try to like get there's not like a one there's not one place to be like oh if you're gonna do indie games go to this place they're gonna like push you like to the top type of thing you know it's like you kind of have to feel out the market which kind of sucks but i think that just goes for like a lot of businesses too in general I think we veered off that so hard, but because <laughs> uh, I'm like looking at the sh- the doc I, and I'm like, it, hmm. it's a lot of different, like completely different um, talking points. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the things I did want to mention um, we have here is that I think for the most part, and I think we're all kind of this has all happened to all of us at a certain point, mm-hmm. but there's just a lot of players will only play one game at a time. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of leads to a backlog because like i mean i've been playing basically a bunch of hades and then harrison you're still playing a lot of destiny even though we do have like pretty big backlogs even though we have other games we could be playing yeah yeah and it's just it's gonna turn into a feedback loop Mm -hmm. because we want to play the newest games like when Ghost comes out, I want to play, play that but so bad. Yeah, I should have been playing these three other games beforehand. Mm. And oh man, I don't I don't know how to phrase this. I I mean, yes, yeah, like we like there's just not enough time for us specific. I mean, we have real life obligations to take care of. Like we got work and we have relationships to keep up, but. We're no longer high schoolers that can just play like yeah, a shit we, we ton of games. We can't on just weekend. play for 
16 hours a day and just breeze through a triple A game. Mm. Which was actually, like, speaking of hilariously, like, I remember back then, like, my dad would buy us our ga- a game, and all of a sudden, me and my brother would finish it. He's like, you guys already finished? What? And now I'm like, oh, it's yeah. taking me forever to, be, like, just be a certain game. Mm. But I think, like, going back to the original thing, it was like, I think games have all just changed, like, that much. I think we talked about it in other podcasts, but essentially, like, games have just transformed to this point. So Yeah, like, I mean, I think part of it is a lot of games are games as a service, and that's yeah. the one game players are playing is my one game as a service game that I play for, you know, three, four hours a day, and then I have to go do other things, mm-hmm. and I don't get to, like, sit down and play a different game, yeah. I guess. I mean, there's one other argument I've read online, too. And, I mean, I've seen a lot of people say, like, this was back then also. It's always like, oh, I finished the game. I want to play more of this. I want to play more. And then they, they sequelize it. They would just become sequels. And then people are like, oh, you keep, I had to keep buying, like, $60 games. And it's always the same experience. Or it's, like, the same amount of time, but it's, like, a little bit different. Like, it's not three. It's, like, <laughs> that Call of Duty, um, even, even Halo for a bit. I think, like, the newer ones, are, they feel more sequelized. But I think it's just the product of like how games have how much we just kind of push it to that point to now where we're at a point where games also games are considered an art form now. So that's why I think AAA is trying to push for like these high fidelity games and they're like they have to be experiences. We want the we want the gamer to like experience and have fun with the game, but like it there's like the mix of that. Like for instance, God of War, it's like a one shot take game. It's a game, but it feels like a movie sometimes, right? So Yeah. And I think that's just the other thing. We just keep pushing the boundary of like these are good games and we just keep pushing that boundary of like we just want it we, the quality just keeps going up. Because we, mm. we keep trying to top what we make last year, for instance. Yeah. The I, I think the yeah, the the triple A games are definitely the those companies are definitely focused on the the technology side of it and making mm-hmm. sure that they that they're graphic like it looks sexier and it looks cooler gotta, gotta more immersive and, and the all new that technology stuff. Yeah. yeah like everything has ray tracing now because that's the new that's buzzword the new right right <laughs> jesus whereas think i think a lot of indie games rely more on is the core mechanic of our game fun or at least the ones that are successful like their core gameplay is is the most important yeah like they're just more concerned with is the game good yeah yeah um it's like i've there's a documentary from no do you guys know no, no clip, clip on youtube oh they're so good they're good yeah. to watch they basically do crowdfunded um documentaries mm-hmm. but they have one on hades and yeah. i've been watching that on hades that's a good series and they talk about um because i think what sets super giant apart as a game studio is they have four highly successful games and none of them are related. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like, they, different yeah. things. They're completely different in terms of tone, aesthetics. Um you could even argue gameplay. Some play similar, but mm. it's it's not not a huge like it's it's not as blatant. I would say the most as, like similar thing would just be their art style. I was gonna say their art style is like what's probably it's like a the super, only thing. Yeah. super giant art style. Yeah. The gameplay is like different, but they've made that like iconic too, and it, at least for me, 
but yeah, like they talk about even like between game development, they just want to make unique games that are good. They're not concerned with using super high quality graphics or, you know, they don't have giant orchestras for their soundtracks. They have one guy who does all the music really. Mm-hmm. And they just have like their shtick and their shtick is like unique art style with really good music and cool story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their games are pretty short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I remember seeing, I don't know, maybe this was from no clip. I'm not sure, but I remember seeing a video where they were talking about, uh, their, it, it was their team and they were just saying how we keep our team size pretty small because we like they, they and and they've developed that like repertoire and like working as a team they have that like so down pat so they don't uh taint yeah, I that I guess in a way. The last I heard they only have 17 people yeah. in their studio. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. I yeah, I think it was like 17 time I watched mm. the documentary. But it was and I think it works pretty well for them too because then you when you have a small team like that you you can have a very focused direction as opposed to the more people you add the more unfocused your yeah your like strike they be. have I think one narrative slash design director mm-hmm. whereas in AAA that's an entire department right is, is narrative and mm-hmm. right same with um like music or art or coding you have departments dedicated for that versus yeah super giant is a really small studio so they have very tight focus and they can just send out whatever they need to and that's taken care of mm-hmm. right i don't really know how that's really <laughs> yeah we just... I've, I've, I've lost track of what we're talking we kind of just went on the super giant because <laughs> yeah, we all I mean, like them. I like super giant but uh but to, to bring it back to well yeah <laughs> i yeah <laughs> yeah um i was i was trying to remember what you were trying to like uh transition to um i can't even remember i mean because you were saying like how <laughs> shit I think we're all just like bamboozled. No, it was just like, yeah, super, we were talking about super giant. Essentially, I think you were trying to say like how are you trying to say like how with indies they have a smaller on a smaller scale they could still be good? Is that what you're trying to get back to? No, um I think what I was trying to say was usually you see may I think what I was trying to say was like indies tend to be more unique experiences and so they're typically yeah. They're smaller, and so like you just you kind of play them in like a five to ten hour spurt, right? Maybe fifteen on the bigger end, yeah. And that's kind of it. And they don't generally go for sequels, mm. and so you're always kind of playing new experiences, yeah. Whereas in AAA, obviously you have I play the new Call of Duty, and I keep playing the new Call of Duty till the next Call of Duty comes out. Mm-hmm you don't really get to play other games. Like, I feel like a lot of people, and this is going back to the point where most players tend to stick to their core game, mm-hmm. is with 
the really big games that are out right now. They just play that until the next big one comes out. Yeah. Um, like I know, like one of our friends, he played Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think besides playing League of Legends, he's probably just not going to play anything until maybe Cyberpunk comes. And it's like, there's so many games I think he would enjoy that he just, he just for some reason just won't play. Hmm. I mean, and I think that's just another thing is we, I try like, so I try not to do that in that sense. Like I try not to be like, Oh, this guy could play these kind of games. Cause from my experience, every time, so for instance, every time I go to work, every time I talk to some of the guys that do game, they always bring up like the same types of games. And it's, it just seems like, for instance, a lot of people like there's a there's a true there's I can't talk. I mean, I'm, dude, I'm hungry also. Holy shit. But, um, holy. all right. So essentially like there's, from what I've seen, the trends are always with the general, I don't want to say general either, but a lot of times people either just play Call of Duty, Battlefield, like a shoot, like they have a shooter game. And then there's a sports game. Like even like I back then like to play FIFA for a while, but I just hate it how like every year you just have to keep buying a new one and it's pretty much almost the same thing or they take like add like a new feature. But most time people have those kind of games and then they'll like listen in for like what's the big game too. And I think other than that, they, they'll just go back to like Call of Duty because that's a replayable game, right? They mm. think that's just what it is. And they could, and sometimes and I think the issue is when they, it's, it's the trailer for instance, like they'll watch a trailer of the game. They're like, that's cool. But I like graphics. I won't play this because it's old looking. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying like that's a thing. That's a legit yeah. thing. Yeah. So or it's oh, that looks like it's a pix like a pixelated game. Isn't that like it's I think that's the issue is we're so used to seeing newer games just keep they just keep pushing the bar where it's like when it, when someone sees an indie, they don't they probably they don't respect it as well, honestly. And it's just it's kinda it kinda sucks. Mm. Yeah, I I could definitely see it's not on people's radar as yeah. much. Which which it, yeah, is is it sucks. It is a shame cuz there are some it, it, it could just also be the people who are playing the the sports games and the the like Call of Duty battle is like boys. that's the <laughs> that's just the style of game that they enjoy yeah. as opposed to someone uh I'll I'll juxtapose that like with myself I enjoy like really story rich um kind of one-off type games um almost as if the game is like a book or a a movie or something and it's something mm-hmm. that you could go back and watch you know what's going to happen but like if it's something you really enjoy you can go back for the nostalgia but in yeah. terms of replayability, it might not always have that too much. Yeah. As opposed then, to like a competitive match. That's not to say I don't enjoy competitive games, but like as opposed to somebody who's like just wants the c- competitive nature of games, they might stick to those. And mm-hmm. and the if you're going into the competitive realm, the big thing is like established like established studios who can who can make the scene kind of big you know like overwatch or mm-hmm. league of legends or something yeah. like that 
or Call of Duty or CSGO. Yeah, and I think it's just, it's also, I think it's just another cool thing to see, like, how indie, like, how Luke was talking about how, like, with Supergiant, they have such a small team, but they have, like, one person for each thing. Mm. And I think that's just, that's just cool to hear. It's like, oh, someone's, like, doing most of the music. But, and it, that's why I always get worried when, like, someone gets big. It's like, oh, they want to make their game better. Like, for instance, they want to get better music. Oh, they're probably going to have to get some more people on that. Or, like, mm. They want to like they want to change art direction. Well, they they can't just have one person doing it. But I mean, that's the nice part. And I, Super Giants, I think, is a very special case, and I don't think that's that applies to the rest of the industry as it should. So, because I feel like every other place, they always have crunch. They always have like big teams. But I think, that, I think that's just on a scale of like how how big's the game, right? Mm. Like, for instance, like if you're doing like a remaster for like THQ Nordic when they're doing kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning <laughs> <laughs> i want to drop that i totally forgot that was another cool thing that dropped uh oh right yeah we were talking yeah. about that. Earlier. i was like there's so much more things that dropped and i just don't remember it all of a sudden mm-hmm. but there no and I, well I, and not just that it's like not, speaking of that there's also a lot of re-releases of games like yeah thq nordic it's just like hey we're just gonna get these old ips and probably just make a remaster of them mm-hmm. yeah here we go like SpongeBob, boom! People, yeah. there's a following for that. I was like, oh shit! All right, there's SpongeBob. Uh, there was Crash Bandicoot. There was yeah. yeah, there's a lot. So I think it's like actually thinking of that. I think the issue is also like now people will keep wanting new stuff, but they also were like, no, there's so many good games, but it doesn't match the game that I like. It doesn't match when I like it. Like for instance, Halo, the new stuff is like eh with the story, and then the old stuff was like way better. Give me that. And then 343 is <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to make it. Here you go. Here's Halo 3 next week. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these... Re- I think it's just there's also re-releases, quote-unquote, or remastered. Yeah. I think that also muddles things. It's just, oh, cool. Let's check out this game. Even though it's technically just a remaster. Mm-hmm. But I like it because it's my childhood. <laughs> it's got that nostalgia factor. Yeah. yeah. I so get it, you. I, yeah. I think it's just like there's just... Yeah, I think we're just going to go back to There's just too many games. Yeah. But I think there's just more... Every There are more types of games that are just more accessible. To me. Which is good. I like it. Give me a game. Yeah, I, I, it is... I think... We, yeah, we, we do agree there are way too many games being made. But I think the accessibility for a lot of those is becoming more and more open. Mm-hmm which is great. So even though it's, I, I, that's a good problem to have, right? Like having too much of a good thing as, as opposed I mean, to like, as opposed to like, there is a single game called Pong. You can only play Pong. Pong is your game. Pong two. We've changed colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. And I guess the other, I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, it's cool to see all these indies rise up. But it's also crazy to think like how back then there's other AAA companies that were like really good back then, but now they're like, eh, because they have to keep just pumping out games, right? Mm. I think that's just the other. I think as a as consumers, we kind of put ourselves into that corner. Not, I mean, I've, of course, if you don't do that, cool. But I feel like majority of people like you hear like for instance like lots of us too. There's it's got so much backlash, yet more people keep buying, right? That's just. 
mm. is, is that because it's such a good game or is that just because everyone's like oh i played the first one i'm just gonna buy the second one oh it's bad but they still bought oh i see like even though they heard it was bad or yeah yeah like they oh, probably okay. heard it was bad but like for instance i was uh another good listen for anyone that just wants to just, just has time and loves halo uh mario donald <laughs> did like an interview and he was he was talking about how he wants to play the last of us too and then the interviewer was like, he like chuckled because he's like, of course, knowing Last of Us 2. And then Mario's like, oh, wait, have you played that game? Like, he was like, oh, he, he was like genuinely excited. Like, as if he does, because he doesn't, he probably doesn't pay too much attention. So he's like, oh, there's like, he, he has people that he listens to. He's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good game. So he wants to mm-hmm. give it a shot. So, and I think that also just rounds it out to like exposure. Like, if you're actually looking for these games, you probably won't know. Like, right. how we're like talking about how our one friend, could play all these games but because there's so many where do you look to right mm-hmm. to look, to find these games well but uh, there are also people who do think the last of us 2 is a good game as yeah, yeah. we've oh, seen yeah, with definitely. the whole like review debacle thing that happened yeah and i mean at the end of the day if you like it cool if you had fun with it cool mm-hmm. if you feel like you didn't waste your money good yeah i think that's the good that's the other thing it's just yeah and i think now that there's too many games i that's the other thing is because just because that game is bad doesn't mean there's not any other good game you could just buy right oh yeah absolutely yeah but like i mean that's a whole nother thing but yeah i think what ian was saying was i think we can all agree that there are probably in our case too many games being released but i think overall it is like he mentioned too too much of a bad thing i guess like it's not a terrible problem to have too many options um it's probably more just affecting people who like i said gaming is their primary hobby and so they actually have to pick and choose which game to play because more than like they'll sink in 40 50 hours in one game yeah yeah and it's like 40 50 hours of like of the game, but it'll take like maybe a couple weeks or like weekends or so. You know, it's spaced out over, yeah, over a few time. weeks to a month or a few. Yeah. And it does kind of, oh, I, I do agree, it does kind of suck if I don't get to like have an experience to be able to talk with you guys about that. You are like losing something there, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it's funny because with um, Ghost of Tsushima being one of the new, new big game releases, mm-hmm. I'm actually not going to get that game until I get a PS5. So I will be waiting for a while. Oh, is that going to get ported? I'm assuming so. Okay, I haven't heard anything about it. I really hope it does cuz I don't want to play Ghosts on the PS4 because it's <laughs> I don't want... The PS4 just is way too loud. <laughs> I don't want it to go room room the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to hear the game and not my system. Yeah. I feel like they but... should. I mean, it's coming out late enough where Yeah, it comes out That's... what is it it's, it's the end of the month, isn't it's it? It's the end of the month, I think. Or if not, it's like early August or so. No, no, it's end of the month. I think it's end of the month. I think July 28th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's, like, that's about five or six months away from the PS5. Mm-hmm. I would expect it to be um, being able to be brought I, over. I don't think so. And that's the... Because I don't think Sony's made like... Un, it's only made... Uh, I don't... I can't talk. I think it's only made statements on certain games that will be ported to Nick. I have no idea. I, I probably need to look into it because if it is going to get ported, then I'm going to wait too. Yeah. Because I want to I get that on PS5 also then. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna get PS5. So at least we'll all have PS5. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk oh, about that. Amazing. <laughs> it's like it's crazy because we all have like nice PCs, but we all don't like we don't play the same games. Really, it's like the few games that we have. It's like oh, like Luke and I have one, or like you and or we all did play Monster Hunter at some point, but I mm-hmm. fell off. And it's just, it's yeah. like, and that's, yeah. Oh, look, that's an. I mean, that's a issue for us, maybe. But that's also just nice that like, oh, we have options to play. Like, oh, I don't feel mm-hmm. left out. Like, I have a game I could be playing. Mm-hmm. Too many good games. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is Super Bus Podcast. You can check us out on all of our social media. You can go to Facebook slash Super Bus Podcast. Twitter, I think, is the same thing, Superboss Podcast. You can also email us at superbossfeedback at gmail.com. We're in the process of getting a website, so stay tuned for that. Just keep up on Twitter or Facebook. That's where we make most of our announcements for now. Uh, You can also check out Ian. He streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I believe. Yes, sir. In the evenings. Uh, Just a variety stream. It's really fun to just hang out with Ian. You can hear more of him because he's probably the more interesting of all three of us because Harrison works all the time and I play one <laughs> game. So. I mean, I too also play one game. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But oh, yeah, shit. check out um, twitch.tv slash realshake for some streaming fun. I think that's all we've got. Uh, Am I missing One correction, isn't uh, Twitter Superboss Pod? Or is... It's Superboss Pod. Gotcha. Yeah, I just checked. Okay. Yes. Superboss Pod on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you again for listening, everybody. We are signing off. Yeah, we appreciate you. Peace. Later. Bye-bye.